You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. Like you say, through emails and phone, it's been like a stuck record. Like it's constantly, you know, is it done? Is it done? Is it done? And so I can finally say that it is actually done now. So we have the financing and it's a good deal because it really minimum, minimalizes the uh, dilution. We have a uh, four and a half million royalty component. And then we have a, a, a large component for equivalent of $17.5 million. And that will get us through the first phase, which we have for putting on the proven non-developed pools. And so we'll get cash flow fairly instant because we're drilling from the platforms. And this will make um, Trillion now uh, another animal, like for our next phases and so on, because we'll have our own cash flow and everything, and it will change the company substantially. Thanks for tuning in to Mining Stock Education. I'm your host, Bill Powers. And in today's show, we're going to be getting an update from CEO Art Halloran of Trillion Energy. Now, many of you have reached out to me and asked for an update. And the reason we haven't had Art back on the show is because we were waiting for that final CapEx announcement. If you listen to our previous interviews with uh, Art, I'll put a link to those if you haven't. But if you did, we kind of laid out the blue sky potential, the cash flow potential based on the known gas, re- known and expected gas reserves. Well, all of that was contingent on securing the financing to then uh, initiate these wells, spud these wells so that the company could see cash flow this year. It's kind of like a small key that can open up a big door for the company. Well, on the show today is Art. He has secured the financing and he's here to tell us about it and what the next steps are. So Art, congratulations on doing this deal. Uh, Could you break it down for us and what does this mean for the company? Yeah, okay, well, thanks Bill for having me back on this because like you say, through emails and um, phone, it's been like a stuck record. Like it's constantly, you know, is it done? Is it done? Is it done? And so I can finally say that um, it is actually done now. So we have the financing and it's a good deal because it really minimalizes the uh, dilution. We have a uh, four and a half million royalty component. And then we have a a, uh, large component for equivalent of $17.5 million. And that will get us through um, the first phase, which we have for putting on the proven non-developed pools. And so we'll get cash flow fairly instant because we're drilling from the platforms. And this will make um, Trillion now uh, another animal, like for our next phases and so on, because we'll have our own cash flow and everything and it will change the company substantially. So when would the definitive agreement and uh, the sending over of the money occur? How soon will that occur? Uh, Part of the money will be about mid-May. That's the royalty part of it. And the rest should be about um, 15 to 30 days after that. And then that money, if I recall from our previous conversations, you're gonna use that to secure the rig, buy the consumables and everything you need to spud the well later this year. Yeah, that's correct. So what we've done, the rig that we wanted is called the Uranus rig, and it's for the deeper water. And that one wasn't going to be available now until uh, March of next year. So there's a smaller rig from the same company, and it's called a Saturn. 
And so we're, we'll be able to drill two wells and do a recompletion. And we expect the spud uh, end of September. And it'll it'll be drilling until December, but that means we'll get our first cash flow, new cash flow in November. And then there'll be about a month or so a hiatus. And then we'll have the, the larger rig will come in and that'll be uh, March. But that being said with that, the two rigs, and they're only gonna charge us one mob and demo, which will save us a, a million bucks. But the way we've done it that way, um, we'll be able to spud end of September and have first gas because it takes about 30 days um, in November. So it's pretty exciting. Absolutely. And so uh, could you explain a little, and I know the answer to this question, but why do you need two different rigs? Why couldn't you just use the Saturn for the whole uh, drilling? So there's <clears throat> the Saturn, um, it's a jackup rig. So it actually attaches to the platform, but the legs have to go to the bottom. And so the water in the Coca-Cola platform is about 20 to 30 meters too deep. So the rig uh, is too small. And the Uranus is the deeper rig then That's to drill right. out the other pods. Yeah, yeah. So when we see the Saturn, uh, by, by December, let's say, are we at 1 million cash flow a month with the drilling that the Saturn rig is going to do before Uranus starts drilling? Yeah, that's correct. Like it should be, what's going to happen? Like the well, the two wells that were drilling, the previous discoveries, um, they tested 7 million cubic feet per day, which is fairly good. You're not going to put them on at that high, but you're going to start and then slowly increase it. So I would suspect you're going to be getting, uh, like you say, 400,000, 500,000 per well. So that's two wells, plus the recompletion is also a reserve that will be like a, a new well. So you're talking one to one and a half million uh, per month. Before Uranus. And then when That's Uranus right. starts drilling, like say next July, what type of cash flow per month should we be looking at? Uh, we'll, we'll be up to what we said before, like 4 million, well, about 2.8 to 3 million consistent cash flow. And will this 17.5 US dollars, we should note, this this, uh, royalty debt deal, will that get you all the way through the Uranus drilling? It will, um, but we will pad it with the revenue that we're actually doing. So we're going to get that revenue. That's going to go into the CapEx. At the same time, we're still doing a, um, uh, like a financing invoice payment with Schlumberger. And so instead of taking the $21 million US and then maybe potentially having more dilution, we're going to have the 17 and a half, we're going to have our own internal revenue and there's other things that we can do um, to complete the program. So that's not a, a, an issue. And this is basically what you explained to me and my listeners is that you try, you're trying to bring this field into production and advance it in a, at least dilution as you can. And that's how you've chosen this method. That's correct. Yeah. And and that's part of the concept of getting uh, the shares to a buck and a quarter or a buck, buck and a half. It's not so much, well, it's like both dilution and um, activity, right? And when I see the SASB, I find that a lot of companies, once they have a, a property like SASB, they get cash flow and then they keep looking for the bigger, the bigger king type thing. I can see that just by rolling your sleeves up 
and paying attention and reinvesting, uh, you'll get we'll get to a buck and a quarter, buck and a half, just from SESB, right? And so you have you built Canical, which is a half a billion dollar uh, Colombian gas producer. You were one of the founders there. So after you turned on the cash flow spigot, I'm assuming more finance opportunities opened up to you as well, right? Yes, that's correct. So you'll get more um, you get more royalty agreements, uh, more loans, and also if you want to do an equity financing, by that time you're up to about two dollars a share, and it's um, a lot better, a lot more value. And Art, you mentioned Schlumberger, so some listeners won't know who they are. Could you explain who they are and what are they doing for Trillion right now? Yeah, Schlumberger, they say where you find oil and gas, you'll find Schlumberger. They're um, one of the largest companies, service companies, petroleum uh, companies. And the reason why um, we're happy we got them is because we're actually, um, from the platform, instead of drilling straight down, we're reaching out. And, and you see from the maps that I showed last time. So before they reached out to about 600 meters, we are now reaching out two to two and a half uh, kilometers. And Schlumberger has the expertise in that. And they have the engineers that can calculate the trajectories. They have the directional uh, drilling equipment. So what, we, what we've done is we've gone to them with our discovery well data our seismic data, so we know where the pays are. We draw what we think is a trajectory, and then they go and based on their expertise and their equipment and so on, they put in the trajectory to actually go from our platform um, and tag the pay where we want to tag the pay and have a bottle hole location. And um, because they're the experts in it, it's a very good advantage for us, right? And this will also give us um, a lot of learnings to look at some of the other prospects that were too far at one time. And the difference between doing it this way and the old way is a straight vertical, vertical well because the way the rig is, $11.5 million. So you drill three of them, then you got to have a subsea tie-in, which is 12 and a half. Whereas we can reach them from the platform, which we're doing, you're taught $8 million. There's no subsea tie-in. When you have an issue, you just go from the platform, change your pump, all that kind of stuff. None of this waiting for the rig to come back in. So Schlumberger is a really big plus. And we should point out for listeners that aren't familiar with the story that you actually have the platforms in the Black Sea. You have the pipeline at the bottom of the Black Sea. You have the gas processing plant on shore, and you have a buyer ready to purchase your gas already. That's correct, yeah. Yeah, so you have an advantage there. And that's why you were just looking for about 20 million capex to bring production back in from, from this field. You also put out a press release since we last spoke about expanding your license block. Could you talk to us about this and how is that progressing? The company has been there since 2002. So the drilling was later on, but they initially just did a whole bunch of seismic geology, all that kind of stuff. So we have that data and that it's a lot of data. It costs a lot of money. And we're just um, tweaking it with modern methods. So on the block, we have, like I said before, we have the discovered pools that are produced, discovered pools that are not produced. We have development locations and we have expiration uh, locations also that are all on the block. Well, it doesn't just stop at the block. So I've seen on our seismic and so on that 
the similar type prospects carry off our block and around our block, right? And so there's no mystery for that. It's just a matter of can we reach it from our platform or do a little satellite um, tie-in. But in addition to that, there are larger uh, prospects, which I've seen in the data now, that um, they're going to be expiration, but they will be big, big hitters. They won't be, um, you know, 40 BCF or 60 BCF to be like half a, a TCF or a quarter of a TCF. And actually, that brings me to a point. When you look at the company's name, it's called Trillion. And our, our uh, stock ticker in the Canadian Security Exchange is TCF. That means trillion cubic feet. And that's in regards to the gas. So my goal is to at least bring two trillion a trillion cubic feet of gas that we can uh, produce. Well, Art, before you leave, uh, I want to bring, uh, get your insights or response, I should say, to Alamos's gold. They announced a US $1 billion investment treaty claim against the Republic of Turkey. So when investors see this because your project is in Turkey, they say, okay, something's wrong here. What has your intel on the ground been telling you in Turkey about this? Yeah, I'm not going to say too much because I'm kind of treading on, you know, in the water I shouldn't be. But the fact is, is their permit said they were supposed to be able to cut 95,000 trees. They've cut over 200,000 trees and it's actually a forest that's protected. So they, if that happened in your backyard, you would also be very upset. And then it started to have a more of a, a magnifying glass and some of the other things with the cyanide and some of the in, uh, environmental impact assessment reports, right? But I've seen photos of the, the trees that they cut and it is, it doesn't look good, right? And we should point out your partner is the Turkish government. They're a 51% partner. So you yeah. actually, you don't need just a license from the Turkish government. They're actually your JV partner. That's correct. And we, are, we have all the permits. We have all the environmental impact studies. Everything is done. And it's been done a long time ago. So we don't have any issues for that. I, I just re realized something. When I said a stuck record, I think I might have aged myself at that time because I'm not sure. <laughs> well, when I was a kid, I had a record player. So I, I knew what you were talking about. My kids might not know, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're just thinking, you know, modern days these days. So, okay. Well, well, Art, uh, as we conclude, any final thoughts you'd like to share? You've secured the CapEx, so we're just going to be looking for rig announcements and things like that progressing into the drilling in September? Yeah, that's that's correct. The, the next thing I'll say is I'm looking forward to sharing a picture of when we test the gas on the platform and they, they flare. That'll be a good picture. It'll be a long time coming. Excellent. Yeah, because you've been working on this since what year did you start with this project? Um, I took over as CEO uh, 2017, but I've been a director for um, probably five years before that. Okay. So almost a decade. By the time yep. you're, yeah. And that's how the resource sector is too, right? You you see the value in something, but it can take a decade to draw out the full value. Yeah, that's that's correct because the world goes through different changes, right? 
Okay, well, the website is trillionenergy.com. Ticker symbol in Canada is TCF. And on the OTC in the States, it's TCFF. And we will be touching base again with Art uh, as there's certain press releases or updates. But uh, the big announcement has come. They secured the CapEx and they will be cash flowing this fall. Congratulations, Art. And uh, thanks for coming on the show again. Okay, yeah, thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to Mining Stock Education. Please subscribe and share this show with like-minded investors. Connect with us at miningstockeducation.com and sign up for our email list to stay in touch. Much success to you as you learn about, invest in, and profit from mining stocks. The mining business is one that generates gigantic wealth. You know, a good drill hole that converts might cost fifty dollars or $100,000, and it might discover something worth a couple billion. There is no sector that I know of that has offered up as many predictable circumstances uh, where there was the possibility, certainly not the certainty, but the possibility of 10 for 1 returns as there is in small cap and micro cap mining stocks. Concomitant with that, if you don't do the work, or even if you do do the work and don't discipline yourself on the sell side, there are very few places in the world where you can lose as much money as quickly as in mining stocks too. I just started to study up on mining stocks and I just became fascinated because this is such a tiny sector and it's so volatile that either you could really, you could do really, really well or you could pretty much get blown out of the water really quickly. The mining sector is a very risky sector. It can take your money very, very quickly. Don't fall in love with stocks. Don't be overly confident and just do your work as best you can. Do your very best, but don't fall in love and don't get too overly confident because um, that's a recipe for disaster. I have met you know, professional retail investors that have made a tremendous amount of money on the junior mining space. Some of them aren't accredited, and they just they spend their days researching, talking to people, being on the phone, being pouring through financial documents, but it requires commitment. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be considered personal legal or investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities or any other product. We make every effort to be accurate, but the information presented is not to be considered infallible. It may contain errors and we offer no inferred or explicit warranty. If personal advice is needed, consult a qualified legal, tax, or investment professional. Do not base any investment decision on the information contained on MiningStockEducation.com, our podcasts, or videos. Make sure you always conduct your own thorough due diligence before investing. Realize that we may hold equity positions in or be compensated by some of the companies we feature and therefore are biased and hold an obvious conflict of interest. For our full disclaimer, please visit our website.